0: Hello, everyone. This is Justin and Tyler with Classic Vinyl Podcast once again to do another single. It is that time of year again. It certainly is. And this time, what
1: are we going to do, Ty? It is time to wish each other a very happy war is over Christmas.
0: Yes. Or something
1: like that. Of course, is a war ever over? Let's be honest. According to Yoko Ono, I just heard her say it a few times. Good point. War is over. now. Nah. There wasn't enough, um, what? Uh, screaming? Primal screaming, yeah, yeah. That's what I'm needing. Yeah, it's a little bit different than that. She sounds more like a, a elementary school choir teacher in this one. A
0: different Yoko than what we're used to. Yeah, I miss
1: uh, screaming Yoko.
0: And one day we will do the Rolling Stones Rock and Roll Circus where the Dirty Mac sings and we mm-hmm. get her best performance of all time. Yeah. Of course, today we're going to do John Lennon's Happy Christmas War is Over, if you want it. That's right. Let me give you a little history on Mr. John Lennon first, if you haven't heard of him or know who he is. Born on October 9th of 1940 in Liverpool, England. Founder, main writer, and co-vocalist of who I consider the best band of all time, The Beatles, Hmm. if you haven't heard of them. First single John Lennon released as a solo artist was Give Peace a Chance. It was released in 1969. It was actually while the Beatles were still together. It hit number two in the UK, number 14 in the US. And of course, the Beatles broke up in 1970. John Lennon, certainly after leaving the Beatles, is known for his political activism. He had the bed in for peace. He fought deportation in the US. You know, FBI surveillance from the Nixon administration. And of course, was ultimately shot in 1980, unfortunately. So, he's known really well, especially in his solo career, for his writing and art. He's released in his solo career 11 studio albums, 3 live albums, and multiple compilations and box sets. Sold almost 25 million records worldwide as a solo artist. Imagine in Double Fantasy, both reached number one in the U.K., And Imagine, Walls and Bridges, and Double Fantasy reached number one in the U.S. He had 17 total albums reached the top 50 in the U.S. overall. As far as singles, he's released 25 different singles. Three of them reached number one in the U.K. It was Imagine, Just Like Starting Over, and Woman. Only two of them reached number one in the U.S., and that was Whatever Gets You Through the Night, which he did with Elton John, and Just Like Starting Over. All 25 of his singles reached the top 100 in the U.S., of course, he famously quit music from 1975 to 1980 to raise his newborn son, Sean, Ono Lennon, that is. And he returned in 1980 with Double Fantasy, but was murdered on December 8th of 1980. And it's unfortunate because you never know what we would got from him as far as solo music, a Beatles reunion, something like that. But the one thing that did do is strengthen his legacy. There's no doubt about that.
1: This is a guy who's been dead for over 40 years and still has accomplished infinitely more than I ever will in my entire life. It's a good way to look at it. Mr. Uh, Lennon's assassin, F you. Yeah, because we do not speak his
0: name. Yeah, we don't speak his name. He is that which shall not be named. He wanted recognition, but he's not getting it from us. Oh, I'll recognize him. So let me give you a little history on this song, Happy Christmas. It was released in the U.S. on December 1st of 1971, and actually not until later the next year in the U.K. It was released on November 24th of 1972, and the reason for that was some kind of publishing issue Lennon was having with Northern Songs at the time, and it, it kind of delayed its release. But the funny thing is, is where it was released right at the 1st of December in U.S., it kind of had a hard time reaching the charts because radios didn't want to play it. They were already into the Christmas season, so it was released pretty late. Yeah, they don't have to cut it into their regular planned broadcast. Yeah, of course. And they didn't promote it much at all either. But since then, it's pretty much become a Christmas staple. It's on multiple compilations. You hear it every Christmas. I mean, I even hear it in the summertime on the Beatles channel, obviously. But Mm -hmm. this song was written by John Lennon. And Yoko Ono was actually given a writing credit for this song as well. Produced by a well-known killer. Phil Spector. And of course on this song, here we go. There's a lot of people on this song. You got John Lennon on guitar and vocals. Yoko Ono on vocals. The Harlem Community Choir. They sing backing vocals on this. You've got May Pang, who John Lennon famously spent the lost weekend with out in L.A. She's on backing vocals. Nikki Hopkins, who we've talked about before in other episodes, is on piano. You've got Teddy Irwin on guitar. Jim Keltner on drums. Hugh McCracken on guitar. Chris Osborne on guitar and Stuart Scharf on guitar. So, quite a few people lent their hand on this song. Yeah, that, that was a full studio. Yeah, full studio. Especially with a lot of kids running around. So, on the single of this, it actually did have a B side that was called The Snow Is Falling. It was sang by Yoko. And I'm going to be completely honest, I have not heard that one. For real? I haven't. Well, if I have, I don't recall. I'm shocked. I would expect you to know that one. I've probably heard it. I just Obviously, don't, I've never heard it. I don't recall. I, this, this song is actually on Lennon's Shaved Fish album, which mm-hmm. is what we listened to it off of tonight. I do not have the single, and so I do not have The Snow is Falling by Yoko. Maybe I will look that up and see what I can find. One kind of unique thing about this is the original 7-inch UK single was a green vinyl, which sold out pretty quick, and then they had to repress them in black.
1: Oh, it looked like a Christmas tree.
0: Yeah. Here in the U.S., the song only reached number 38 on the U.S. Billboard charts, because like I said, it was released pretty late in the season. But it did reach number nine on the Top Holiday 100, which I didn't even know there was a chart for that, but apparently <laughs> there is. Well, I'm sure Gene Autry's is right up there, too. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure he is. So it did reach number four in the U.K. when it was released, but it did reach number two right after his death, of course, where he was shot in the very first of December. Mm-hmm. and. Everything of his, obviously, started selling well because of that.
1: It's understandable. It says right in the song, for the old and the young ones, let's stop all the fight, or the near and the dear ones. I I don't know. I can't remember what the line was.
0: And like I said, this is on his Shaved Fish album, which is what we listened to it on today. This has been on so many christmas compilations it's hard to even name them all it falls all over the place and it really was at the heart of it a, a protest song against the vietnam war john lennon and yoko ono previous two years to the release of this song had really been heavy into the peace activism mm-hmm. and this kind of hit with this in fact they released before this in 12 real big cities across the world they released their war is over if you want it that white banner it was all over the place so War is over is another thing that I know we haven't released it yet, but we just did get done recording an episode of the doors waiting for the sun, their third studio album where the unknown soldier is on there. And that Mm -hmm. is a line that you hear in that song as well is the war is over. And we kind of talk about that in there is what war was actually over there because obviously the war wasn't over when that song was written in 68 and here in 71, the war wasn't Mm -hmm. over either. Yeah. The, the,
1: I believe in The
0: Unknown Soldier,
1: the war that's over is the one in which the soldier died. Yeah. His war was over.
0: And this one, if you look at the billboards where it said war is over, underneath it, it said, if you want it.
1: That's the kind of catchphrase that is just so
0: impressive. Like, And it wasn't
1: for a, a product or anything or a political campaign, per se. I mean, this is political for sure. But... Like, this is something that every person in marketing is just craving that kind of attention, right? And John Lennon got it. He, he threw these billboards all over the place with this m-
0: simple message in black and white that, hey, the war is over if you want. What's kind of strange about that is him and Paul McCartney were obviously at each other's throats at this time. And Paul McCartney was asked about this, this song, and he, he basically said, I really think that's wishful thinking. The war isn't over. And I can agree with that, but I also think the thought is there and the sentiment is there. John Lennon had some good anthems going back to all you need is love or things like that. And it's more the sentiment. Well, how do you get how do you accomplish your goals
1: if you never know what you're working towards? John Lennon wrote it down, and he vocalized, verbalized, took his thoughts of what he wanted, put it down on paper, put it up on a billboard. So for Paul McCartney, I say, oh, it's wishful thinking.
0: Of course, that's what a goal is, bud. (laughs) Yeah, And I don't blame Paul McCartney for that at all. They were at each other's throats. And Lennon obviously was more Paul McCartney's throat than anything, at least publicly. Mm -hmm. So take it for what it is at the time. I like both of them. Mm-hmm. And I don't have a favorite. I, I gotta say, when it comes to their Christmas songs,
1: I like John Lennon's Christmas song a lot better than Paul McCartney's. Yeah. You don't like simply
0: having a wonderful Christmas time. The
1: moon is up. The
0: cops are here. See, I the don't mind the, up. I don't mind that song at all, but <laughs> simply
1: having wonderful Christmas time.
0: And for me, I'm not really into Christmas music. If I was to listen to Christmas music, I want Bing Crosby. Mm-hmm. Maybe Frank Sinatra. That's the kind of Christmas music I'm into. Please croon at me at Christmas. I think I could have done for some Jim Morrison crooning. Yeah.
1: I I like, um, oh, shoot. Christmas in my house growing up was um, Johnny Mathis. Yeah, Johnny Mathis Christmas. That was a staple in our house.
0: Yeah, and I could do without that myself. I understand. Yeah, <laughs> and of course, you're critical of Paul McCartney's Christmas song to a little bit, but the one Christmas song I know you really hate is by the Beach Boys. The Beach Boys. Christmas comes this time each year. It does. Little Saint Nick. And yeah. I don't mind that song. It doesn't bother me like it does I'm you. I'm glad it doesn't bother you because it drives me up the wall. <laughs> but I don't really listen to it on purpose either, so. Fair. And of course, to open this episode, we did a little whisper of Merry Christmas to each other, and that's because this song opens up with Yoko Ono whispering, Happy Christmas to Kyoko, and John Lennon whispering, Happy Christmas to Julie, and of course, both of their children from their previous marriages. So was this dedicated to their kids? I don't know if it was or not, but maybe it was. Okay. Yeah. They're in New York, and they can't go see their children back in England because... I know Lennon was certainly fighting the administration on deportation and things like yeah. that. I don't. I don't know. They all. were
1: trying to get rid of him, and how the you can't fight somebody trying to get rid of you or kick you out of their house by getting up and walking out of the house.
0: Well, I think his concern at the time, and I may be wrong, but I think his concern was at the time was if he goes back to England, he was never coming back charlie chaplin yes exactly Mm -hmm. without the mustache so anyways after listening to happy christmas war was over tyler what are your thoughts on this song okay
1: so this song i really enjoyed it i was kind of i was kind of thrown off by the opening because i I think I've heard the the whispering opening before, but I it didn't
0: really register with me. I was like, "Wait, <laughs> Happy Christmas!" Well, for a long time, I thought it was Yoko mm-hmm. saying "Happy Christmas, John," and John saying "Happy Christmas, Yoko." And, yeah,
1: because Kyoko sounds a lot like Yoko, well, at least the second end. Well, yeah, yeah, but
0: that's <laughs> that's Yoko saying that. Yeah, and that's kind of weird. I don't know. I, I guess I just yeah, never and really. And Julian listened to close John,
1: hmm, you could see it. I mean, it is from Liverpool.
0: Yeah, but if you go by that theory, that would be John saying, Happy Christmas, John, and Yoko saying, Happy Christmas, Yoko, which is strange, but they're strange people. Yeah. Especially at that time. I wish me a merry Christmas. I wish me a merry
1: Christmas. <laughs> so, what are your thoughts on this one? You know, um, real pretty song. I love the use of the children's choir, the Har- Harlem Community Choir. I was surprised to learn that that was Yoko in there because I've, I've heard, I've heard this song. Everybody's heard this song. This is a Christmas staple, like you say. For Yoko Ono to like sing this way, I really miss her primal screech. But she she sings a lot like an elementary school choir teacher. A merry, merry Christmas. Well, I'm
0: getting a little ahead of myself on on my review of this song, but this is probably the easiest Yoko to listen to. It really is. I mean, it's just kind of normal, you know. Mm -hmm. That's what's kind of good about it.
1: Okay. If you've ever attended like an elementary school Christmas program where the kids come out and they're, they're performing this, the song, this is, she sounds like the teacher who's trying to lead these kids along in the song and she's singing louder and above everybody else, but it's not off-putting it. She got a pretty decent voice. I really love the message. John, of course, is just classic John Lennon. And that's a horrible way to say that this is a master of music um, with instruments, with singing. I know he didn't necessarily like the sound of his own voice, but I'm so pleased that this artist was willing to put his own what self-consciousness aside and perform so that we could enjoy him even if he felt self-conscious because nobody necessarily likes the sound of their own voice. And John Lennon's no different. And it makes him human. It makes him relatable. You know, doing a podcast, we listen to our own voices all the time and it's a little stunning or maybe off-putting because it doesn't sound when you hear yourself on, on a recording, it doesn't sound like your voice does in your head when you're talking. It sounds different. And that's how it might sound to other people, and it's just kind of cringing to hear the, oh, does that might really sound like? Some people, it really bothers them. I don't know where I'm even going with that train of thought. Let me get back to the song. It's a really sweet song about, you know, very repetitive, that, uh, you know, so this is Christmas, and what have you done? Another year's over, and a new one's just begun. So what have you done? This war is still raging across the the world and have we done anything to stop it have we done anything to change that or are we just complacently going along and letting people do what they will it's a real poignant message i think and i really like this song especially the a very merry christmas and a happy new year the chorus let's hope it's a good one
0: not like last year i i prefer that version what are your thoughts well, I've never heard that version. That's how I sing it. Th- this song's a tough one for me. I'm not huge into Christmas music except mm-hmm. the old standards. And this has kind of become one, and I, I do find myself kind of enjoying it because it's John Lennon, one of my favorite artists. It's got a nice acoustic guitar in it. There's nothing special mm-hmm. about the song musically. The choir is a nice touch. The music adds... I mean, it sounds Christmassy. Yoko doesn't sing too bad in it. It's kind of a nice sounding Yoko. John Lennon, like you said, is John Lennon. He sounds like John Lennon. It's kind of an interesting song being the fact that it's a Christmas song, but it's also tangled in with activism and the fact of, you know, let's end this damn war that has no meaning. And so it's kind of interesting in that manner that John Lennon's put it together. You know, I'm going to release you a Christmas song, but we're going to put our own little twist to it. Mm-hmm. So you know, there's nothing real special about the song as far as musically, but the message is strong. Yep, he certainly knows how to
1: show up to a Christmas party and fling a turd right into that punch bowl.
0: <laughs> yeah, exactly. <Yep. laughs> so, but it, but it's a good song, like you said. It's repetitive, but it's you find yourself singing along to it very mm-hmm. easily. It, everybody's heard the song as you said, but even if you haven't after you've listened to the first verse, you can continue to sing along with it, so yeah, it's an important song, and I'm glad it's around. It really is, and I
1: don't know, that's exactly what strikes me as, when I say turd in the punch bowl I'm just kind of like, everybody's gone to a Christmas party and seen that one person that really gets off on um, reminding us that uh, Bono's a good example, his Christmas song, there won't be snow in Africa this Christmas time, the greatest gift they'll get this year is life <laughs> so you know this is john lennon doing that or giving bono the idea to do that yeah 20 years before he did it i i, I like that this whole thing in spite of the fact that it really comes off as preachy it's me- a guy a mellow enough to him that if you're just not really paying attention to the lyrics it's fun it's just a, a nice little peaceful relaxing christmas song
0: should we give the song rating let's do it rating
1: If this is your first time listening, we're glad that you came here for our Christmas album. Let me explain our rating system. Christmas song. Our Christmas song. (laughs) Yeah. Let me explain our our rating system real quick. We go on 0 to 10 scale, 0 being the worst, 10 being the best. If it's a 0, we burn burn it, we hate it. If it's a 10, I go out and buy it. 5 is smack dab in the middle, and that's our rating scale. So, with that being explained... Anything above 5 is positive, and I'm actually going to give this one a 6. I don't feel negative towards this song anymore. Uh, There was a time in my life where I thought, well, I didn't like it. But you know what? I'm not giving it a 4. I'm I'm not giving it a 5. I'm giving it a 6 because I feel very positive about this song. But that being said, it's real repetitive, real preachy. It's not really my thing. Decent Christmas song, but even as far as Christmas songs go, there's other Christmas songs I want to listen to more than this. So congratulations to John Lennon on making a good song that got a strong message out there, but that's how I feel about it. It's a, it's a six, John. Justin, where do you stand on this?
0: Well, I'm going to rate it a little higher than you, and maybe that's just simply because it's got John Lennon in it. I think it stands up to any Christmas song that was made after the 70s, and I'm not into the newer Christmas music. Like I said, I'm into the standards, You Zilderlens. don't like mistletoe? No, but okay. I don't think this is as much as a Christmas song as it is a protest song. Mm -hmm. So I don't know if we're, it's a good mix, but I give this song a seven because Mm -hmm. I don't listen to it that often. But if I'm going to hear it around Christmas time, hey, it's John Lennon singing a Christmas song. It's the only one he's got. So yeah, seven. And he's still singing it.
1: And the other commonality is that we're still at war somewhere in the world. So what's
0: changed? Not much. We haven't learned, have we? But that's John Lennon. Happy Christmas. Mm -hmm. War is over if you want it. And Merry Christmas to all you out there mm-hmm. listening to us. We appreciate you. Send us an email at Vinylpodcast at gbound.com. Until next time, tide greetings.
1: Thank you so much for listening to Classic Vinyl Podcast. And don't forget to subscribe on Spotify or Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to your podcasts. Follow us on Instagram at Classic Vinyl Podcast for updates and also share us with your music-loving friends.